Hey, welcome to our podcast, Live Him Out, where our goal is to educate and motivate people how to live Him out in their faith. Today, we're going to be answering the question, does God always heal? So, welcome to our podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we're tackling a big question. Uh, Man, it's very relevant, very real and necessary in our day to ask. And so mm-hmm. the question is, does God always heal? So it's such an important question because it determines so much about our view of the Bible and our view of God. And and yeah. frankly, this is an area that people get tripped up a lot in yeah. uh, on healing. There's been some, some uh, teaching that's not great about it in yep. the church over the last, I don't know, decades, many decades. Yeah. And so when you have some confusion about it, it's one of those that, that people start checking out on a little bit and they get they go through some times of difficulty in their life and they, uh, they struggle with their faith even because of this very question, does God yeah. always heal? So if we're going to ask the question, which we are today, does God always heal? I think part of it is to ask it, we've got to really think from a biblical perspective yeah, first. Absolutely. Got to almost reframe the question because I think what's happened is there's such an association with if I say healing, most people, even for me, yeah. my immediate go-to is something physical. Yeah, instantly it's it's a thought either cancer or broken arm or my back is hurting and I need healing and exactly and so super common. It's just it's just the automatic go-to mm-hmm. healing. The instant thought is physical. So this requires right away kind of a reframing of our thoughts and a rewiring of what we've believed. Because when you come to the Bible, the Bible's emphasis is not necessarily on physical healing. Physical healing happens. There are people in the Old Testament and New Testament that were healed, Mm -hmm. um, but there were some who were not. And there were times that... Well, we'll get into that a little bit later. I don't want to go down that path yet, but (laughs) but I do want to say this. If physical is not the priority, which again, from scripture, does not seem to be the priority. Uh You see see it sometimes. uh Uh, It was often physical healing happened uh, when there was a demonstration of God's power Mm -hmm. in a certain situation, or maybe even a, a call to reset their lives. Yes. Uh, in yeah. obedience. A reshaping of their priorities. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So physical healing can sometimes happen by God. Sometimes it does not happen. We'll talk more about that in just mm-hmm. a moment. Yep. But if we're going to look at the subject of healing, we've got to reframe our, our thoughts and get to the place that, okay, well, what is God's priority when it comes to healing? What does he heal? Yeah. We know from Scripture that the greatest healing mm-hmm. is on the level of the Spirit. Yes. Yeah, the core so, of who you are. Exactly. Yeah. That's the most important thing. This this is how we were created in the image of God. Mm-hmm. This is how we were made. We were made with a spirit to know God, yeah. to fellowship with him, to have communion with him, to experience his peace, his love, his joy, hope. That's what we were made for. Yeah. And so what has happened is that sin entered the world through Adam and when that happened, dis-ease came to that area first. Yep. It came to the spirit first. It also affected his 
soul, which I use the term soul, like the New Testament uses, I believe, to refer to our mind, our emotions, yeah. our memories, our will, our yeah. behavior, yeah. our relational skills and abilities. Uh, God heals those as well, but it is the spiritual that God is most interested in healing, I yes. think. Yes. So we know that, uh, of course, from Isaiah... And then even even the New Testament, Peter would write this again and say that even the sufferings of Jesus were so that we could be healed. Yep. And we know that that is a reference to being healed from guilt, mm -hmm. uh, rejection, condemnation, um, addiction to sin. Those are the things that Jesus died to heal. And so when he says, uh, when the Bible says, by whose stripes you were healed, it's in first reference to what is God's priority for us to have our spirit uh, resurrected yep. and reshaped and reconnected mm -hmm. to him. This seems Absolutely. like the greatest yeah. healing in the yeah. Bible. The priority agree? healing, yes, for sure. Yeah. So now if I'm going to ask the question, does God always heal? Yeah. I have to put that first. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and I really have to move physical healing from the place of preeminence and priority. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've got to move it off the shelf. Yes. Not that God can't heal no. or doesn't heal in that way. Yeah, exactly. And I would say, I mean, just like how you've been explaining the spirit, soul, and body. So you have the spirit yeah. at your core and then the soul and then the body. God's mm -hmm. not just interested in the outer, but he wants to get to your core. He wants to mm -hmm. heal who you are, who you in the spirit are, and then that will overflow into the other areas of your life, right? And so that's that's, that's what I would say. Does God always heal? And obviously we'll get into this in a mm -hmm. bit, but that's his aim is at the core of who you are, not yeah. just something that will be healed and then will eventually decay again. Right. But what is lasting? What is lasting? God wants to heal that which is lasting. Yeah. And what is eternal and what yeah. put, puts us in connection with him? And exactly. that is in yes. my spirit. Yes, that is huge. So again, the healing of guilt, the healing mm -hmm. of shame, mm -hmm. the healing of bitterness, the healing of um, sin in our life and the weight of that, the, the healing of uh, feeling rejected or being yep. rejected and living yep. uh, uncertain of God's favor, living yep. thinking he is against me, living thinking he's not interested in me. That being healed in us is is a greater priority to God yes. than anything else. Yes. And I absolutely. think scripture bears that out yes, on, on numerous does. occasions. We'll, we'll talk more about that. Yes. So spiritual healing then is the priority and preeminent mm -hmm. area God wants to heal. Yes. And we have to remember that. Uh, the number one. That's the number spirit. one thing. Yep. So, but there's there are other areas that I, I would put in the category of, like I said, soul. Mm -hmm. um, those are more of our thought processes, our yeah. mind. Yes. Not just uh, what I think about, but how I think. Mm -hmm. Yes. How I think about God. How yeah. I think about people. Yes. Because if your mind is is healed, and the way that you see your situations or see people in your life or anything like that, mm -hmm. then your whole life is going to change. Exactly. So that's way more the goal of healing yeah. into the mind rather than any in any other areas. That's true. Because if my it is possible for my mind to or, or the way I think to mm -hmm. be in dis ease, yes. to not be healed. Yeah. I can think 
uh, angry. I can yeah. think bitter. I can think jealousy. Yep. I can think insecurity. Yep. I can think in all those ways, and those are not healthy ways. Yeah. Those those are what the, the Jesus came to heal mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely. I so, said more than any other area of in the in the soul. I would say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Within yeah, the not soul. just in the spirit. Right. Yeah. So uh, another part of the soul are our uh, emotions, yeah. how we feel. Mm-hmm. So if I am hurt by someone, if I am, um, uh, if I go through a loss or yeah. tragedy, and someone says or does something to me, that can hurt uh-huh. and, and produce hurt down yes. deep in my emotions. Well, Jesus comes to heal that yes. as well. Absolutely. Um, he didn't just provide us with a religious experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he provided a healing at the core Absolutely. of who we are yeah. that it might spill over into the way we think and mm-hmm. even the way we feel. Yeah. Yes. So that I have emotions of peace, emotions of joy, mm-hmm. emotions of hope. Those are our part of the healing process as well. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, another part of the uh, our soul that he heals is uh, in the area of memories. Mm. You know, that's part of our soul makeup. Yeah. Uh, how I, th- the things I remember about my past. Yeah. And how I remember those, mm. how I remember relationships or experiences. If they've been painful, if they've been difficult, yeah. Uh, healing needs to occur yeah, there. It needs healing, yes. And then the Spirit of God comes in to heal those mm-hmm. areas in yeah. our life. That's part of healing yeah, as well. And I think that also ties back into one of our other recent podcasts. I think that ties in with confession as well, mm. that healing will also come by confession. Uh, it will come That's by true. speaking <clears throat> what you may either be hiding or speaking what uh, what you don't want to talk about because That's isolation... True. There's no healing in isolation, right. so it's good. that's just another thought I had. Yeah, uh, then one other area I think that's part of our maybe soul makeup is um, is how we relate to other people, mm-hmm. um, and that that needs to be healed as well. If I've lived for a, a, a portion of my life in um, in anger or bitterness mm-hmm. or or in insecurities or fear or anxieties about how I relate to other people, that is what the spirit of God within us comes to heal as well. Yeah. And, and this has some you know, huge implications over into marriage yes. into parenting yes. um, so that a couple can experience healing in a marriage mm-hmm. and there can be reconciliation yes, absolutely. over past hurts. Yes. Same with between a parent and a child. I mean, exactly. even as they grow up, not just like a five-year-old kid, but even 13, 16, 18-year-olds, exactly. that there can be healing there whenever even there's healing in the spirit. And you know what yes. God has said about you or what God, how God wants you to live, the way in which you live. Yes. Whenever that is known, there's healing that overflows into those other areas, into those relationships. Yeah, I, I, you think about forgiveness, that, you yeah. know, that God gives me forgiveness, uh-huh. and then he, then he calls me to uh, allow that same forgiveness to heal yes. parts of my, my past and my relationships mm-hmm. so that I can apply that to them. Well, that heals yeah. relationships. Yes. So God's interested in healing that. So again, I would say the Bible seems to point to this priority that the the greatest healing happens in the level of the spirit. Yes. Uh, by his stripes, we are healed at the core of who mm-hmm. we are in Christ. When mm-hmm. we come to him in humility, come to him yes. in repentance, he heals our spirit. Yes. Then he begins the process of healing our soul. Uh-huh. And that's, if there was a second priority, this seems to be from the scripture, the yeah. second area that God wants to heal is yeah. that uh, of our soul. So we keep those mm-hmm. those things in mind. Uh, this is this is a priority schedule, I guess you'd say. Yeah. You know, even Jesus, you look at at what he said about why he came. Yeah. It's pretty clear that <clears throat> he was interested in those. 
physical, I'm sorry, spiritual issues, yes. even above the physical. Yeah. Uh, so in Luke 4, Jesus says, uh, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me yeah. to preach the gospel. Uh -huh. This was his purpose. He said, this is what I've yeah. empowered to do, called to do. And then he says, here's what it is, to preach yeah. the gospel to the poor, yep. which was not necessarily the physical poor. Yeah, not, not just, just people who have little money or little things or anything. <clears throat> These are people who are in spiritual poverty, Yeah, who, who did not have a sense of... Um, the treasure of God's yeah. love within their yeah. heart or the no wealth purpose, of his. No anything like that. That's Nothing right. that gives like power to you. Uh, peace yeah. and hope and Absolutely. confidence. He came to, to bring good news to them. Yes. Uh, he says he sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Yeah. Heal the brokenhearted. I mean, you can't get more clear than that. He's no. talking about people who, who in the level of their heart, yeah. they've, they've been broken uh -huh. by Experience their failures, yeah, exactly. things that people Trauma. have done to them. Exactly. And he says, I've come to proclaim liberty to the captives. Yeah. Liberty. This was not just people who were in physical prisons yeah. uh, or, or slavery, yeah. but they were in spiritual bondage. Mm -hmm. They were in a, a, a slavery to sin. Yeah, even in their minds, I think, is yes. a big thing. Uh, and it says he, uh, he came for the recovery of sight to the blind. Yeah. Now, we know there were some people who were healed of physical blindness, mm -hmm. but Jesus had so much more in mind. Yes. The physical healing of blindness yes. was just a picture of a healing of a spiritual blindness mm -hmm. to not be able to see God, to yes. not see hope, to yes. not see with peace, to mm -hmm. not see with confidence in God's presence yes. in their life. And then finally, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Yep. Those who've been tormented by their guilt, tormented by their shame, tormented by the hurts that are in their life, tormented by insecurities, yep. tormented by depression, anxiety. Jesus said, I've come to heal all of that. Yeah. So this is God's priority. So yes. we've got to reframe our thinking so that when we say healing, exactly. or when you hear the word healing, you think spirit. Yeah. As he didn't say, I came to heal broken arms and broken legs and people with cancer and <clears throat> Not that those things aren't in there, but exactly. that's not priority number one. Exactly. That's not what he came for. God can and does heal yeah. physically, uh -huh. but his priority in Scripture is it's of something of greater value than yes. just our physical. Uh -huh. So, again, phys uh, spiritual first, but yeah. then soul. Yeah, uh, just real quick, one more thing on that. Like, if, if Jesus just came to heal someone's physical body, but they are still spiritually dead... Hmm then what does that benefit? Exactly. You know, if, if someone has their arm healed, but they are still going to go to hell, mm. what does that benefit, right? Well, and there's true. no everlasting life in that. There's no that's eternal true. life whenever there's no healing in the spirit. So yeah. obviously that must be priority number one. True. So then heirs of soul, as we've said, second on the list, we find passages like Romans 12, mm -hmm. um, where Paul writes and says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed Yep. renewed, yep. healed Changed. by the renewing of your mind. Yep. This is a healing process yeah. uh, so that you can prove what's the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Yeah. I, I want to change and heal your thinking so that you're able to see what God's will is for your life. Yes, exactly. I'll, I'll take that healing. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of being plagued <clears throat> by your memories of what has happened in the past, but yes. given a vision <clears throat> for the future and, yes. and seeing what God wants you to be thinking about and Going mm -hmm. towards, that's totally different. That's a huge healing. It is. And then uh, you know, a passage probably most people have heard at some point from Psalm 23. Yeah. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. And here it is. He restores, yeah. heals yep. my soul. Yep. 
he brings takes, it back to life. Yes, and, and so uh, the mind, emotions, will, memories, relationships, yeah. all of that is healed mm-hmm. as we uh, allow him to lead us beside green yes. pastures and yeah. still waters and yeah. so forth. And that, I think, also is where, <clears throat> like you're saying, relationships, this, this is where marriage uh, is really impacted right here. Mm-hmm. And whenever your mind is transformed, uh, whenever, whenever your mind is renewed, right, yeah. by what God has said, that gives you a totally different focus on who, how you see your wife or your mm-hmm. husband and yeah. how you even see your kids, how you see your job, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Whenever there's healing on the soul and you see what are God's priorities, how, do, how does he want me to live, mm-hmm. then that totally changes <clears throat> the way you see your relationships and your perspective on life, your whole perspective. That's true. So then, what about physical healing? You know, does yeah. or when does that happen? How does it happen? And does it always happen? Yeah. So again, scripture is our basis. We're not just uh, making up our own thoughts about these things. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> we turn to scripture. Absolutely. And we find in the New Testament a very practical uh, example of this situation. Paul, yes. uh, we would probably you know elevate to one of the greatest men of faith in the New Testament. Yes. He has an occurrence where he has. Uh, what the Bible refers to as a thorn in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Now, it was something physical, apparently. Yep. We don't know whether it was an an eye uh, problem he had. Some uh-huh. think it was a vision issue that he had. Uh, later in the New Testament, you find him saying, I'm having to write with such large letters. They yeah. think that it was a, a uh-huh. vision issue that Blinded he had. Blinded on the road to Damascus, yes. scales fall off his eyes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we don't know exactly what it was, but it was something... He describes as in the flesh, mm-hmm. and he asked God three different times for him to take it away. Here's a man of faith. Here's a man who understands God's ways. Yeah. Here's a man who's close to God. Yeah. Walking he in asked, obedience. Yep. He asked three times, and the answer from God is no. Mm-mm. Yep. Now, what's interesting is it's not just a no, period. He says, no, and my grace is sufficient for you. Yeah, amen. So <clears throat> he was limiting physical healing yeah so that he could increase a spiritual and soul healing yes for Paul yes now, I've tried to imagine here's Paul mm. uh, who was Saul a Pharisee of Pharisees a man who lives for yeah. uh, his religious performance and mm-hmm. accomplishment and proving mm-hmm. himself and he you know knocks the top out of every yeah. religious requirement there is Absolutely. Uh, then he meets Jesus and Jesus transforms his life and he saves him he's healed spiritually yes but i would imagine True. a process then begins in paul yes and you of, see that yeah he goes healing. yeah and he has to he's with other people and they help him to grow in his faith they teach him the ways of like the actual truth not just the theological points but faith lived out yeah so i have to imagine this is another occurrence of that kind of thing still happening for paul because what Mm -hmm. god says to him is your my grace will be sufficient for you yeah in other words paul i'm still doing this work of of healing you uh, because i don't want you to depend upon your performance yes your abilities what you can accomplish absolutely who who you say you are but i want you to be healed of all of that and take in who I say you are and that my grace, my favor for you would yeah. be sufficient. Yeah. Would be where you find your delight. Absolutely. So this is an occurrence where physical healing mm-hmm. was limited so that soul and spirit healing yeah. could be increased. Absolutely. And even with that, <clears throat> he's he goes on to say that he's, he's content with that answer. He's yes. satisfied with that answer. It's not that he's like, oh, well, you know what? that's lame or anything yeah. like that. But yeah. he says, okay, 
then I will boast in my weakness because I know mm-hmm. this is where the Lord is because I know he says his grace is sufficient for me. So mm-hmm. this is my weakness and God's using this for a purpose. So I'm going to share it to other people. Like, you know, that's true. Classic thing. People say like, uh, your mess is like your, your greatest story and all that kind of <laughs> right, stuff. You right. Know? Right. And it's true though, but like yeah. where he was weak, that's where God showed himself strong. And he says, look, mm-hmm. I, my grace is sufficient for you. So, Go and tell other people this and say, yeah. I was healed in my spirit. That's yes. that's where the focus is. Yes. So, so I, again, coming to physical healing, does, does God always heal physically? According to scripture, no. There are times that he will limit the physical healing so mm-hmm. that he might increase the soul or spiritual healing. healing. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that we know is that we are all operating under the effect, result yeah. of sin and mm-hmm. the curse upon our planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are aging. Yeah. We all are. I'm yeah. aging. I have gray in my beard. I have weakness in my body. I don't, you know, do what I could do when I was true its age. We're in this process of decay. Mm-hmm. And God is not stopping that. Yeah. As much as I might pray, yeah. heal me from the aging process. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. And he doesn't because uh-huh. ultimately everyone dies. Yes. Because that is the effect of sin upon the planet. Mm-hmm. So apart from the return of Christ, I will at one point die. I will yeah. face that effect yeah. of sin. Mm-hmm. With that in mind, we have to know that that's just part of life yes. here on the yeah. planet. Mm-hmm. And that 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 suffering even physically is meant to increase our passion for yes, eternity. Absolutely, yeah. So sometimes God will not physically heal, mm-hmm. not that he can't, mm-hmm. but he has chosen his sovereignty not to. We find verses like yeah. Romans 8, 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which yeah. shall be revealed in us. <laughs> Not just in front of us, but yeah. in us. Absolutely. There is a day of greater healing coming. Yeah. So whenever you are feeling that like decay in your own body, that's I think an internal thing that God has put in you to long for the day that you're glorified, right? Mm-hmm. That your body is in its glorified state. Mm-hmm. And then it's no longer just in this decaying process. Right. Right. And so it's it's a a natural indicator to think past just the circumstance. Right. This is a big reframing for us. Again, you've yeah. got to move physical healing out of the uh, priority piece yes. uh, and over into its correct position mm-hmm. according to the scripture. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's jump off into even a, a more controversial perhaps area, <laughs> difficult area yeah. uh, when it comes to healing. <clears throat> because um, even when it comes to physical healing, um, uh, there are times, and I, I, I've challenged myself with this, and I've talked about this some. Um, in the Bible, on every occasion that I can think, mm-hmm. when a healing occurred, physical healing of some kind, yeah. uh, even, even soul, spiritual or soul, soul or spiritual, yeah. all healings, uh-huh. all healings, um, it was always in response to the prayer or faith of the person yep. or someone for that person. Yes. 
Yeah. There doesn't seem to ever be just an indiscriminate mm-hmm. healing yeah. that occurred. Yep. It's, it's never against the will of someone, against the will of a person. That's true. Uh, it, and you say, well, what about Lazarus? He was dead, and, and, and God <laughs> resurrected him. People were praying. He did, but there were people who were seeking the Lord, yes. seeking yeah. Jesus for that healing. Mm-hmm. So um, healing... Again, when you reframe all of this, yeah. take physical out from yeah. the priority position. Uh-huh. Because Let's, when he said healing, you probably thought arm, or cancer, <laughs> back. Yeah. No. Put put spiritual back in the priority position. Put soul in there second and then move body over to its place. Yeah. Now we get an understanding from Scripture that when healing occurs, it is always in response yes. to someone's prayer or their faith. Yes. Which... Prayer and faith, I yeah. guess, which is uh-huh. not or, but and. Yeah. So um, another a couple of verses that you would know if you've been around the church some mm-hmm. uh, is from Second Chronicles 7. Um, and I'm going to read 13 and 14 to set the stage here. Uh, the people at the time were had been walking in disobedience to God, and they were experiencing mm-hmm. pain yeah. as a result of that. So here, here was the promise. Um, God says, when I shut up heaven and there's no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people, if my people, who are called by my name, notice the if, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. So here is wide-range healing that happens, but it is only in response yeah. to a measure of faith. Yes. It's dependent on humbling themselves, <clears throat> praying, seeking, and turning from their wicked ways. That's true. Yeah. So there's kind of a bigger principle yeah. of healing occurs exactly. in response to faith. Yep. Now, I know right away you're saying, well, if I'm sick then, how come does that, and I'm not getting healed, does that mean I don't have faith? Right away, I'm going to say again, I'm going to challenge yep. myself as it was all of us. Mm-hmm. Take the physical out of the priority position. Yes. That's not what we're talking yeah. about, priority. Spirit, the priority is soul, spirit and body. soul. That's what God uh-huh. wants to heal. And so if you want to have guilt and condemnation and sin and uh, all of those spiritual or soul issues, if you want to have those healed in your life, it does require faith. Yes. You have to yeah. believe truth. And humility. Humility in that, because if you are if you are adamant, if you can you can read truth, but if you're not willing to change or if you're not willing to be have your mind transformed, yeah, no healing will occur. Exactly, just like with salvation, no yeah. one is healed that doesn't want no no one is saved that doesn't want to be saved. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. They they are saved in response to God pouring out grace and then responding with faith. Yeah, and the Bible says that's even a gift, yep. but it it is response to their faith that they are spiritually healed. Yes. And the same is true for us. The same is true in our mind, emotions, memories, mm-hmm. relationships, yep. perspective. All yeah. of that requires faith to yep. believe that God is true, his word is true, and that what he calls me to, I walk in obedience to. Yes, absolutely. So uh, you get to the New Testament, uh, and James writes and talks about healing as well. Yep. He says, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith 
will save the sick. Here again, here is healing that occurs because of someone else's faith, because of the person's faith. It says, and when that happens, the Lord will raise him up, and if he's committed sins, he will be forgiven. Yeah. He, again, brings the spiritual right back in yeah. as priority. James would go on and say in the very next verse, uh, confess your trespasses to one another. Tripp mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. And pray for one another that you may be healed. Yeah. That yeah. kind of healing happens yeah. when there is intentional uh-huh. seeking the Lord, confession, humility. Yeah. And then God responds. Yeah. And I bet also whenever you just said that you may be healed. I say this because I thought this too, <laughs> that you may be healed. I was like, wow, someone's not going to be sick anymore. But not even thinking that initially. I nope. mean, like priority again, <clears throat> spirit and soul. Yeah. That you may be healed of your resentment. Yes. You may be healed of your whatever hatred towards someone. Yep. Anxiety for me, yeah. uh-huh. depression, yeah. whatever, all of those areas. Yeah. They, they can be healed, mm-hmm. but they are in response to our faith. Yes. And to me, believing that God is present, God is powerful. He's not giving yes. me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. He begins to heal yeah. me mm-hmm. on that level. Even in addictions, <clears throat> confess your trespasses to one another and pray yeah. for one another that you may be healed yeah. of your addictions even. That's not, again, not just That's that you true. may be healed <clears throat> of your broken back or something like that, you right. know, but that you may be healed of whatever it may be that's plaguing your mind, your emotions, your yep. will. yep. Again, God can heal yes. physically and does heal physically. Yeah, we've seen um, it. We've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but his priority is something deeper. Yes. So then, you know, you read through the Gospels, and you have this interesting situation where there was um, a couple of references where Jesus even said about his own country, his own region that he had come from. Yeah. He said, uh, he said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country. He said, you know, uh-huh. the place I came from, they seem to believe me the least. Yeah. And, and uh, Matthew and Mark both write about that and say that he did not, I'm going to back up because actually what the scripture says is he yeah. could not do many mighty miracles there. Yep. Because Mark six five, if you don't believe it, look it up. <laughs> yeah, it, it, he said if you, I, he did not do many miracles there because of their unbelief. Yeah, wow. because of yeah. So it wasn't that he uh, wasn't powerful enough to no, but God has chosen to heal in response to our willingness to yep. believe Him yep. and obey Him. Absolutely. Not physically first, Not physically. Yeah. <laughs> spiritually uh-huh. and soul. Yep. Those in that order. Yes. So absolutely. Uh man, it's a lot to take it's in. Good. Uh, it's good it, stuff. It's necessary to re reframe, rewire our thinking. Yeah. We know that ultimately, uh final healing and, and full and complete healing yes. happens in heaven. Yes. Um, there'll be things that every person will die from. Mm-hmm that will be part of the decay process here on earth, whether it just be from old age, weakness, or disease of some kind, or some tragedy, trauma, whatever Mm -hmm. it might be. Mm -hmm. But in heaven, there's healing for all of that. Spirit, soul, and body. Exactly, true. The fullness of that. Uh, And there's this beautiful picture in Revelation 22 about um, uh, John sees the the throne of, of the lamb and he sees a river and he sees the tree of life. He says on both sides and he says that the, the leaves of those trees were for the healing of the nations. The nations yeah. So it's beautiful. There's this, there's this picture of, of healing happening in heaven from 
from the tree of life. Yeah. And as we eat of it, it, yeah. it heals us. It restores. It, it, it takes us to places of healing we've never even known before. And this is for the nations, for yeah. anyone who has walked and, and needed healing, which is everyone. Yep. Uh, there's healing. Yep. So having gone through all this, let's ask the question again. Does God always heal? <laughs> he always heals in our spirit first. Yeah. That's his goal. Mm-hmm. He wants to restore life there, and he does so in proportion to our faith. Yes. He never saves anyone without their desire yeah. to be saved. Yes. And I would say really even on a healing level, yeah, a healing uh, from uh, guilt, shame, rejection, yeah. all those. It's not just you're not just going to happen upon it, just the same as <clears throat> how people say all the time with biblical knowledge. You're not just yep. going to happen upon knowing the New Testament or knowing the book of Romans or anything yep. like that, but it's intentional seeking God and what he's doing and what he has said, you know, so I think the same thing applies in healing. Yeah. You're not just going to be like, wow, you know what? All of a sudden I don't deal with guilt, you know, but yeah. it has to be an active seeking him mm-hmm. in the word and mm-hmm. praying to him for the removal of guilt as well. That's right? true. That's and understanding true. who he is and what he has done. Yep. He heals spiritually. He heals in our soul, mm-hmm. and those are also mm-hmm. in response to our faith yes. and belief and obedience that we act yes. out. And he does sometimes heal our physical body, and sometimes he limits that healing mm-hmm. so that he might increase the healing of our soul and spirit. Absolutely. So uh, these, are, these are massive issues. This will yeah. take a lot more consideration yeah. personally. I'd encourage you to search the scriptures yeah. and see what they have uh-huh. to say. And I would also encourage just anytime you come up on the word healing, Try to think spirit first, yeah. then soul, and then physical last. That's Even true. in your own life, to other people, whenever you see it in the Bible, think spiritual, then soul, mm-hmm. then body. Exactly. Uh, I think that'll help by reframing the question. Yes. It'll help us understand, and it'll help us experience more of the healing that he wants to do yes, in us. absolutely. Uh, to heal the brokenhearted, to yes. set the captives free, yes. uh, to give good news to the poor. I, yeah. I want all of that. Yes. I need all of that. Absolutely. Uh, and his word is powerful to do all of that. His spirit is alive in us to, to yep. produce all of that, and he is working all things together toward that end. Yes. So absolutely. Uh, I hope that's been helpful for you today. Uh, I encourage you again, seek the Lord, seek the scriptures and and confirm what has been said today or confirm what God is saying to you through the word. Make sure it's based on his truth alone. And uh, we hope you'll join us again in our podcast, Live Him Out. Thanks a lot.